0: are going welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the high button podcast my name is justin belanger today is april 12th the year is 2020 it's a beautiful day out there on easter sunday uh i hope you're enjoying it with your family and friends or i don't know i guess you can't really right now because of the whole social distancing thing but whatever i hope you're uh, you know you're eating turkey and uh carrots and playing with bunnies eating chocolate whatever the hell you people do on easter i hope that you're doing it uh to the to the best of your abilities, so yeah um you know this this i don't i don't you know what i'm not even going to talk about it there's it it surrounds my day every day and during these podcasts is when i can escape from it so i'm not even going to bring it up uh i just hope that you're staying safe having fun and working through this there's a light at the end of the tunnel people i know it might be tough to see that right now i know You know, you might have lost a job. You might be uh, hurting for a little bit of cash. Things, uh, things are just up in the air with your future. But just know that there's a a silver lining to all this. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, and once it's there, once you arrive, uh, you know, you're gonna be fine. Everything's going to be okay. Uh, today on the High Button Podcast, extremely excited about this guest, Alex Newhook. If you don't know who Alex Newhook is, he is actually the Rookie of the Year of the NCAA Men's Hockey League for this season. He's actually a Newfoundlander, St. John's, Newfoundland. Proud uh, proud St. John's, Newfoundlander. Uh, he actually traveled all over Canada to, to make it to where he is. He was drafted last year up in Vancouver at the 2019 NHL Draft to the Colorado Avalanche Six. Uh, ooh. Slow down, Justin. Colorado Avalanche, 16th overall up in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where myself and Matthew Dudelay, my co-host, went up to. So we actually saw him get drafted firsthand. We were there. And kind of funny story here, right two rows in front of us were all of his buddies from Newfoundland. They had the Newfoundland flag going and everything. And as soon as he got drafted... I don't know, maybe 16 of them all just jumped, shouted, so happy. It was a, it was an amazing, amazing view uh, of what was going on right in front of us. And then after the NHL cameras caught underneath the stands, uh, Alex's buddies going and giving him a big hug. I don't know. It, it was just a really cool experience to be sitting by his buddies. And I didn't even know who Alex was at the time. But as soon as I saw the Newfoundland flag, I had to do some research. And I think dudes like tapped one of his buddies on the shoulder. and like, who are you here for? Who are you cheering for? And they're like, Alex Newhook. So then, that's kind of how we, uh, that's how we became um, aware of who who Alex was. So I'm going to give you a little bit of Alex's hockey journey. We're going to start at St. Andrews College. He actually played with a good buddy of ours, Matt Steinberg, the son of uh, Trevor Steinberg, who coaches over there at uh, at SMU. And Matt Steinberg was actually drafted by Colorado that year as well, last year in the uh, in the NHL draft to Colorado. So him, their, Alex, and Matt are buddies at St. Andrews, and then come full circle, they got drafted together uh, going to Colorado, so that, that's kind of cool, so after St. Andrews, he went on to play uh, in the OJHL, uh, and then after that, oh wait, no, he didn't go play in the OJHL, he only has one game there with the Aurora Tigers, after that, sorry, he went over to the Victoria Grizzlies in the BCHL, then right after that, he went to where he is now, Boston College. This year in Boston, he has 34 games played, 19 goals, 23 assists for a total of 42 points, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, college hockey is not an easy thing to jump into as a rookie, and as a rookie, he's leading the team in scoring. Or not a rookie, you call it freshman, sorry. He's a freshman with 19 goals and 23 assists. That's, uh, that's you know. That's the real deal right there, ladies and gentlemen. So Alex is actually in Newfoundland right now. He just got back from Boston yesterday, I think he said. So we wanted to give him some time to, to settle in, and today's Sunday. So we said, all right, jump on the podcast Sunday. He said, yep, let's do it, no problem. So we're, we're excited to have Alex on the podcast and talk to him. We hope you enjoy. Myself, Justin Belanger, Matthew Dudley is here as well. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. All right, we're going. Alex,
1: thank you very much for joining the podcast, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. How's it in Newfoundland right now? How's the weather? The weather has been good for the time I've been back so far, so hopefully that can keep up and don't have to worry about much snow for a bit. When did you get back again? Yesterday? Yeah, I've been back just like for a couple of days now.
0: All right, good stuff, good stuff. How's the, are you, you're doing the social distancing, you're keeping safe, you're doing all the right things?
1: Yeah, self-isolation here now.
0: There you so,
1: go. Trying the to make worst. the most of it,
0: yeah. How did all the boys find out about it up at uh, Boston College?
1: Uh, it was crazy. It was like we kind of just got like swept with the news within like an hour. It was kind of crazy. Like our school – our school ended up being shut down. I think it was Wednesday, and we were supposed to play our first game of playoffs on Friday. Oh. And, yeah, so as of, as of then, we were supposed to be playing in front of no fans, and that was kind of like where we were at for two days. And then Thursday, like Thursday afternoon – uh, we figured out we were, like, done for the season, so it was pretty shitty.
2: What, uh, I know in NCAA hockey, man, crowds are everything, especially on home ice. What was the buzz around the room when you guys found out you weren't going to be playing in front of fans?
1: Yeah, it was, it was kind of hard to, like, wrap your head around because, I mean, all year we were playing, and, you know, especially we play for home ice and earned home ice, and then to not be able to have it or, like, think we were not going to have it was going to be um, it's probably just, like, frustrating. Yeah, I mean, the guys were definitely upset about it um but out of our control you know it's really out of everyone's control at this point so we drove by
0: we we were up in boston i think last year dudes two years ago no last year i don't know i don't know time's flying by these days anyways the rink the rink from the outside looked uh unreal
1: what's it like on the inside is it is it it a newer rink older rink it's an older rink yeah it's it's super nice setup i think we've got we've got one of the better setups definitely uh you know in, in college i think the rink's pretty sweet student sections are great and um, it's a fun ring to play in for sure.
0: What's the room like? You guys got like a hot tub, of sauna, and stuff. Like yeah, that?
1: we yeah we got the hot tub, cold tub, and then I think they just redid the room like three years ago or something. So it's all like super up to date. Um, yeah, we're we're pretty lucky in that way. Right? It's sick. When we took the tour up in Boston, we went and got
0: a tour of BU, and then we went to Harvard as well and got a tour. But we didn't get it. We didn't. Well, we didn't. We didn't know anyone on beast or Boston College when we went up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess just talk about the the culture of of Boston uh, College.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you know, super rich history at B C. It's pretty cool to be a part of. Um so many people come through and go on to be super successful guys, you know, whether it's in the NHL and um or even, you know, outside the NHL. There's there's so many guys that have gone on to to be successful after B C and um the uh you know, the tradition and, and having Coach York there who's who's seen it all, who's seen all the guys come through and, and he's done his fair share of winning. So um to have that winning culture and to have that um, you know, high expectations, it's 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 fun to be a part of and um it'll be fun for you know the next few years or whatever does
0: alumni stop by or anything like that that'd be cool if like some of the boys stop by
1: yeah they do they, they stop in it's cool to like meet some of the guys and you know some of the people you, you don't even realize went to bc so that was pretty cool you know you have guys come in and um you get to realize how you know how rich it really is and um you know how how successful bc has done for so many guys how many red Sox games did you catch this year <laughs> i actually didn't even go to one
2: no
0: what? no oh man it's such an unreal stadium We we went there it was unreal yeah yeah I guess I if, you you think about
2: that, if you think about it though like, well, when would, would have your chance been to go right with the season being cut short and stuff and baseball literally just starting up as everything yeah. shut down so it's just it's a shit timing but this was this was obviously your first year at boston college otherwise how the fuck would you win rookie <laughs> of the year right yeah yeah <laughs> well that sucks hopefully next year well i guess hopefully not next year in your mindset of going to the NHL but I wanted to uh stay on the Boston College topic uh you grew up in St. John's Newfoundland obviously you weren't there for too too long once your hockey career kind of started to develop when was the first time that you had got a whiff of like Boston College was it while you were at St. Andrews or were you a younger kid
1: yeah it was it was mostly when I was at St. Andrews uh it was nice because they definitely you know show you the, the college side just as much as the major junior side and um, I was, you know, it definitely fortunate to see both sides there with St. Andrew. I think they, they do a great job of um, exposing guys to, to the NCAA route. And, um, yeah, I went down and toured a few schools in, in the Northeast. Um, I think it was like this summer of, must've been like my grade nine year or something like that. Um, that's and so young. I, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, went down, got to see a bunch of schools and BC stuck out as, you know, the place for me and, uh, I'm happy with my choice. That's what it. other
2: schools did you go see, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Yeah, um, I looked at BU, Harvard, Providence, Northeastern, like most of the schools yeah. in the Northeast. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So all the best schools.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, From the outside looking, it, it's a little bit tougher for you to say, obviously. We were, we were talking to your buddy, Stiney,
0: and he said that you're terrified of heights. Is this true or no? <laughs> oh, uh, I
1: don't think I'm as scared as him, but I mean, for him to throw me under the bus like that's absurd, I think i we, think that's that was his
2: that was his mo was to throw you under the bus he said that <laughs> the youtube boys were just a mess up there what what, what oh, were yeah. they making you guys do yeah, yeah it was we like were, a picture or something right <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we were, uh, yeah. yeah we curled up yeah
1: we were like up up top um i mean colorado's already a high enough city and we ended up like going to the toppest point in the mountains and then on top of that having to climb like a rock wall and then, like, having to, like, jump off it, it was just absurd. It was what, so high.
2: <laughs> what's the purpose of that? Like, obviously, it's team building, but what, did they explain to you what – was it, like, trust? Was there, like, a partner stuff, or what, what was going uh, on?
1: Yeah, I think it was more so, like, uh, just, like, a thing to do, like, team building thing or whatever. Um, we did a bunch of different activities up there, and that was that was one of them. So uh, it was cool, and, you know, you, you don't know a lot of the guys going into development camp, so um, to, to make some relationships there and uh, build on that, it was, it was pretty fun
0: it's crazy. The maritime connection that the Colorado avalanche love to draft. They got Bowers, they got Steiny, they got you, they got Nate McKinnon, obviously. Right like up. they just love the maritime boys. It's wicked. We're <laughs> taking a trip
1: up there for sure. One day. Yeah. I mean, it's a great city too. I and mean, it's awesome.
0: What's, what is the city like? Like we've never been like, we hear it's like clean and just
1: beautiful. Like, what was your, Yeah, experience it's like super there? nice. And I mean, it's, it's crazy too. Cause you got like the city, which is, which is so beautiful, clean, like you said. And then, um, like, just outside the city, you got all the mountains and everything. So, it's uh, it's beautiful, yeah. So, when we were up at the NHL draft, we saw you get drafted.
0: Um, we didn't get drafted. We missed it. We were supposed <laughs> to do that year, but nothing ever happens.
2: Um, all your buddies were sitting right in front of us. They were like, I don't know, oh, yeah. how, how many roads down, dudes? Like there two- were two rows in front of us, man. And, honestly, I didn't really put two and two together until, like, I was going through my notes and shit like that because they had their jerseys on with the, the name bars in the front. So, then I caught a whiff of the Team NL jersey, and I'm thinking – what the fuck? Are, and I looked and I was like, oh, okay, this is unreal. And then what we that's all I did was we just waited for you to get picked because they started booing people when they, the teams that weren't, picking <laughs> you up, they were standing <laughs> up and booing. And there was like yeah. two, two guys on the other side of the rink, two or three guys. I don't know. Obviously they just didn't communicate with sitting together, but it was just amazing. Did you know that they were going?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Those, so, um, they were like the, the whole year there, they're, they're my buddies in Victoria. And it was, I mean, it's not that far from, from Vic Vancouver. So, um the whole year they were they were just like telling me all year like we're coming like we're wearing your jerseys like whatever and i was kind of like yeah i mean that would be awesome if you guys did i wasn't sure if they actually would pull through and uh sure enough all 10 of them showed up and sporting the jerseys they they kind of stole the spotlight there it was awesome
0: they They ever steal the spotlights well then that's there was like a viral video like nhl captured them like giving you a big hug underneath the tunnel there
1: yeah yeah it was awesome it was like they So after the draft, you, you go up and, you know, meet everybody and um, do whatever else. And then I wasn't sure if I was going to even get to see him. And they were texting me and everything. And um, I was trying to, I was trying to like make it work to see him. And uh, I just told my parents, I was like, listen, I just got to go down and see the boys like for a little bit. And the video people with the abs were like, no, we're coming with you. And I was like, all right, like, sure, whatever. And they just followed me down. And then uh, sure enough, went through a crowd of people and there they were fired up. Yeah. i want
2: to know if um in the moment of getting drafted obviously it's probably a blur but did you did you see the boys when you got drafted like did you find them right away or did it kind of take you a second to to like live the moment no you <laughs> yeah. definitely
0: saw them
1: they were so loud you must have saw them. yeah i i like they were actually they were pretty close to me too like i think like only like a section over or something so i saw him, i saw them walk in i think they walked in like like a few picks in I don't think they were there like for the for the beginning and like you could hear them when they walked in so I knew they were gonna be there and then uh yeah when I I got drafted like I, I knew they were over there and um you actually like get to pick your your draft song and I picked I picked my draft song that was our it was our goal song in Victoria and like I didn't tell any of the guys that so when they heard the song they were going nuts so that's I tried to, tried to like look over and like, I don't even remember, but the boys told me that I gave him a point, but uh. you
0: get to pick a song, <laughs> like, like a baseball walk-up song. Like this. Yeah. Get pick, you, get pick, you get to, you get to pick your draft song. Yeah. That is unreal. <laughs> you
2: want to talk about living the dream, man. That's something that no one, no one would know unless you go through or like, like, obviously yeah. we're just sitting there like, Oh, this is a good song. You know, like, this. Yeah.
1: Did that's you, unreal. did you uh, meet with Colorado like for meetings and stuff like that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I met with him at the combine. I met with him like a few times throughout the season too, with a few different people. Um, and then I actually met with um, with Joe and um, their, their head scout like a like a day or two before like to before the draft when I was in Vancouver. Um, so Just dropped good, Joe like it's not a big deal. Yeah, I met yeah. Joe. At the yeah, draft. like Joe who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's great. So that was that was pretty crazy, and um, had a good feeling about it. And.
0: What, uh, what,
1: what did you talk to uh,
0: when you were talking to Joe?
1: What was the conversation?
0: Like, what was he trying to get out of you? Like, apparently when you hear stories about these meetings, they, they like to ask weird questions and try to get to know who you are as like a person. I don't know. Was there any like weird questions that Colorado was asking you or any other team? I don't know.
1: Yeah. um, Colorado, like I I didn't find, you know, there wasn't really too much that was uh, that was like really different. I think like most of the teams just try to get to know you a little bit better and um, you know, know your lifestyle and family that kind of thing and um at the combine there's definitely a few a few weirder ones um (laughs) i've heard mixed reviews about the combine man yeah i've heard it's just like kind of pointless and like i don't know i've I've just heard things yeah i think it's i think it's a good way for like all the teams to be in one spot and it's like easy for them to kind of get a good grip on you know the whole pool i think in in one week um but definitely i mean the interviews are usually i think like only 10-15 minutes long and you uh, usually meet. I mean, last year, I think you know, for the most part, I think guys, you know, you meet with people in the in the scouting staff before you like meet with them as a whole. So okay. um, I guess I kind of had have, have a you know an idea before the before their team meetings. But uh,
2: what um, if you can remember what what would have been like the weirdest question that somebody asked you during that scenario? Uh, I know it's tough. Lots yeah. happened since then. I'm trying
1: to think now. Um, I know, I know, uh, like one team, one team was like showing, showing video and then like they'd kind of like ask you what you did in this place and like you're watching the video and like I'm remembering what I did here and like I probably just like, you know, went by a puck or something one time and like they caught it like prime and zoomed right in on it and I was like, uh, I just <laughs> flew by the puck there. Like my bad. <laughs> you're
2: like, that was four months
1: ago. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was like first game of the season,
2: like, uh, brutal. I want so to gotta, talk, uh, oh, yeah, nice. go ahead. No, go you on. go, dudes. No, it's all good.
0: I want to talk about the, the first time, like, apparently when you grow up in Newfoundland playing hockey and you, you, you realize that you have a skill set that you have to leave in order to, to play against bigger talent. Like, we were talking to Terry Ryan a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about his experience going through it. We had Evan Fitzpatrick on the podcast. He talked about going through it. So, like, at what point do you think, and, and what age did you realize like, okay, shit, like I got to maybe leave the island in order to get bigger competition? Because apparently it comes at different times for people. So like, what was your time? And when did you figure out, okay, I got to leave to to hopefully make a career out of this?
1: Yeah, um, definitely. I think, uh, you know, when I was growing up in Newfoundland, I mean, it's it's great growing up here and the competition, you know, even my age group, I think ones was, we've had a pretty strong year in Newfoundland. So um, always being able to play against those guys was was great. And um two of my two of my buddies I played with actually went to St Andrews um the year before I did. So they left um for their grade nine year and then um I played another year and just kind of saw that it might be an option, had a good year at home and I think it was my first year at Bantam was was the last year that I played at home and then um had a good year, decided, you know, it's it's probably time to get a bit more exposure and, and a bit more uh, you know, competition elsewhere. And um, you know, St Andrews just ended up being a great fit for that and um, it was awesome. And then that's where you met Steiny, and then that's where you
0: found out you guys were both afraid of heights. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> Good stuff. 33
2: goals in Bantam AAA and 28 games played. That's when you realize, yeah, this might not be for me. <laughs> in your first year, you know? Some, yeah. some kids are, like, tiny in their first year of Bantam, dude. They're like, I know around here, some of the kids, are, I'll go to, like, Major Bantam game, and you see them, and they're like, you know, nothing against small guys, because I'm tiny myself, but... They're like you know four foot nine, pushing just over five feet, and it's just like, were you were you a big kid or were you a small kid growing up?
1: I think I was always like middle of the pack. Probably I was never like the biggest, but I was never I was never the smallest kid either. Um, you know, I think still kind of you know not not the biggest guy, but I'm not like the smallest out there. So um, it's never like been like too much of an issue, but um yeah i think you know even, even now i mean the small guys got just as much of a shot as as the bigger guys in today's game so um yeah That's what's what I was one to what, what's one thing
0: colorado wants you to work on in order to make the big club like whenever you're apparently done with the rookie camp they send you back to college and they're like work on this what's one thing they want you to like get better at
1: yeah uh i think i think a big thing like just i mean even even for this year um and, I mean, you know, along with everything else and getting faster and, and building up to the pace of, of the NHL, I think, um, you know, you really got to become that 100 or that 200-foot player. Um, and that was, that was a big thing for me even, you know, coming in and knowing that everyone's going to be stronger and faster. And, and uh, you know, when I was playing center this year too, it was that, that much more responsibility. And uh, I think, you know, that, that part of my game definitely improved a lot this year. And I think, you know, that's what Colorado was, um, you know, wanting to see and, and hoping that, you know, I could improve on this year is Boston college really good at the whole like development thing? Like you you're the leading scorer there right
0: now as a, as a freshman. That's, you know, that's a big deal The people you. looking outside in, but like, you know, going in there, your first game, what's your thought process? Are you nervous? Or are you thinking, okay, I played a couple of preseason games. I know my skill set. I know I'm going to be able to do what I want, not do what I want, but like play my game. Like what was your thought process going into that?
1: Yeah, it was definitely, you uh, know, I mean, it was it was exciting Definitely. Firstly, I think you know it's I've been committed for or I was committed for like three years previous. So um, it was definitely a few few years just really leading up to getting in there and um, getting going. So once it was that time, it was just kind of you know it's I'm here now and uh, make the most of it for sure. We had we had a great team this year, a lot of seniors too, so that really helped us. I think coming in, we had we had eight freshmen, I think like eleven seniors, so it was pretty top and bottom heavy, but. Wow. um they were they did a great job of like welcoming us in and, and making us feel like we can really step in and do our thing right away why did you not decide to go the ju- the major junior route i don't know i think uh you know, I was i was drafted by halifax and great organization really? I didn't yeah know
3: okay
1: yeah so definitely i mean nothing not against halifax they do a great job of you know producing top end guys year in year out but um i just and i like the college route i think you know I, like i said earlier just like being able to see both sides of it. I, I, you know, when I got to go down there um, just the whole college lifestyle and, and being able to get top end schooling while playing, you know, argue, arguably um, the best hockey, that's not professional. It's uh, it's, it's a hard path to turn down, I think. And, yeah. um, you know, even, even having the ability to go out to Victoria was such a nice place and I was, you know, happy playing there and loved being there. So um, I'm happy with my decision. to have yeah, stuck with college and it's, it's been great. You um, or sorry, dudes, you got one.
2: No, I was just going to ask, um, you said while you were in Victoria, when you played there, did you stay there during the summers or did you come home and train and, and shit with people? And the second part of that is if you did come home, what who would you train with? Who would you skate with in the summer? How would you keep sharp?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I've been coming home, yeah, for mostly every summer now. Um, last summer when I was in Victoria, I actually I stayed out there after the season for a little bit just because it was it was a crazy spring um, with the Combine and, and with the U18s and everything, and I was still trying to finish school, so – uh, I just stayed out there and, and lived with my buddies, so that was that was great um but yeah i come home i, I train with uh, ryan power here he's he 's a great trainer he 's i 've been with him forever and he's uh he does a good job of you know keeping me in shape keeping all the guys here ready for the season um and then in terms of ice most of the guys that come home that you know that are playing pro or playing junior, we all kind of get together and have a skate uh two or three times a week and then um aside from that, we do like some skills work mean me and just a few other guys um last year i did a lot with uh nathan noel and and my buddy brett Budgel. um yeah. so we uh yeah just whatever trying to the there as much as we can what you rink do you do that yeah what, that's what i was gonna say what yeah, rink what do rink do you, do you skate at are you at the rink with the <laughs> the growlers no no we uh for the most part we skate like there's there's one it's called the glacier we skate there a few times uh twin rinks there's only like a few pads that are really on in the summer so
2: What's the, uh, the rink I played in junior B Atlantics. It's in, uh, I think the ball dr- <laughs> hockey shit was there. I, I'm yeah. just trying to think of like the different rinks, man.
1: You had to drop it. My junior B Atlantics. <laughs>
2: that's I, that's the peak of the career, buddy. For it might've might
1: been, it might've been the glacier. I think like the ball hockey stuff's going on there, but it might might've not been.
2: I can't remember. Honest to God, man. George street got the best of me. So <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's the boots and hearts music festival.
1: Oh, it's a festival in, uh, in Ontario. It's a country festival. Um, great festival, yeah. It was, it was there last last year with my buddies um, from Ontario, from St. Andrews. So it was nice to meet up with them and listen to some good music. I saw a picture
0: with you and Jack Hughes there. How how are you guys buddies? Where did you guys cross paths?
1: Yeah, I I played I played against him um, for a few years in uh, in Ontario, and um, he's friends with a couple of my buddies. So we kind of like met mutually. Um, we actually went down and uh, we toured Michigan together. Oh yeah uh so I think that's kind of when we like started becoming become buddies and we, we stay in touch and stuff, so it's cool.
0: what's his biggest skill set obviously first round or first overall guy played
1: in New Jersey this year. what makes him so special? do you think playing against them he's so he's so like he's so silky he's just like the way he like um just like the way he can like maneuver around people he's just like super slippery and he's hard to he's hard to defend like I played against him you know. And when you're playing against a guy like that, our, our team was like never as good as his team. So you're always just trying to shut down him. And uh, he's a tough guy to defend for sure. He's just so good on his edges. And um, you got to be cautious everywhere on the ice. Is I mean, obviously a special player for us overall. He played, you, you got I've been asking people this question for years, but I don't
0: think anyone's given me a straight answer. I, I still don't know what the USHL, like the, the, the development league is and for the, the, the one that Jack Hughes played in yeah yeah what what is that what is that league like who do they play against
1: so the ushl Mm -hmm. is like the junior league in the states like it would be like their junior a league like it's like their top junior a league in in the states yeah and then and then the development team is like usa like pretty much like their top team their top players from like around the country okay and and they come together they have a u17 team and then a 18 team okay like and they just like move up right so um the u17 i think plays most of their games against junior a teams and then the u18 level they play like half ushl and then half college teams
3: oh
0: okay yeah my roommate
1: actually played for them so who did my roommate matt boldy okay yeah so that was probably the best answer i've ever gotten
0: (laughs) Most in (laughs) depth
2: anyway well every time i
0: ask someone they just they pretend like they know and they just give me a bullshit
2: answer i'm like what are you talking (laughs) about that was a straight answer yeah. I want to stay on that topic right quick because maybe I'm just an idiot, but you said the top players from the teams in the U.S. play for the development team. Do they strictly play for the development team or can they play on club teams as well? No,
1: they're like, that's the team they play with all year.
2: Oh, so do you make the decision? Obviously, it's a big honor to be in the – I mean, you right. got guys like Matthews and Eichel and all that shit that go through there, yeah. guys that you, know, that you know without saying. But I didn't know that. I, I, that's like they yeah, pick that team and that's where they stay all year.
1: Yeah, I guess it would be, it'd be similar if Canada was to be like – all right, we're gonna pick out the top 17-year-olds in the whole country, and you guys are gonna be the Team Canada development team, and you'll play in the Q or in the OHL, and like uh, develop as like that, and practice against like the best guys in Canada or whatever. Um, so it'd be like that way, kind of similar.
3: Oh, yeah, I wonder why impressive.
2: it's not like that. It's just that's just weird. But speaking of international next year, are you uh, you looking forward to making the World Junior team? Man, what, don't you don't jinx it. You don't just say that. <laughs> I'm confident. <laughs> that's how uh, people think. That's not a, all
3: right.
1: Yeah, it's definitely um it's definitely been in the back of my mind ever since, you know, last Christmas. Um tough, tough situation there and unfortunate situation. But um yeah, that's uh that's definitely one of my goals is to you know to make that team and um be a, be a part of that and um you know go forward that way. Where is it next year? It's in Edmonton, Red Deer, I think.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: so you get to play at the new rink that McDavid built. That'd be sick.
2: <laughs> that McDavid built.
0: Yeah, he built it. He was working nine to five. He was like the steel guy. He was putting the roof on and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's McDavid's role up there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that'd be sick. Yeah, Edmonton, that'd be a good time. You've just was... been ev- you've just been everywhere, eh, man. Like that. Yeah. I want. Does, do you think that helps you? Just like I won't let me. I played hockey in Halifax my whole life. Dudes didn't go much further than the valley. You know like do do you think it helps you being able to to go across the country and play wherever and feel home and and put up the numbers you're putting up do you think it helps you a little bit
1: Yeah thanks I think it's uh I think it's been great for me like not even not even hockey wise just yeah. like people in life in general yeah like I mean I've you know made so many relationships everywhere across Canada now it's uh it's been great I mean being able to leave home that early too and experience like all these things that I've been through already and you know only be 19 it's pretty uh it's pretty great and, and in the hockey in the hockey aspect too, I mean you get to play against like pretty much everyone in North America that's um in your class or you know what I mean, like around the same age, so you get a good feel for you know what's out there and, and who you're who you're going up against and who you can play against kind of thing so it's great I was seeing I was watching the uh
0: sports net special that they did on you, and they said when you went out to Victoria that you lived with your aunt, how big of a decision was that to to like have like a family member out there that you can go Mm -hmm. and live with and you can just open the fridge whenever you want. You know what (laughs) that's Yeah.
1: Yeah. I actually, I actually billeted in Victoria, but my aunt lived out there. um, And she, yeah, she was, she was definitely a big, big part of my decision to go out there. I got to see her like every week, which was awesome. Also, you billeted Um,
0: there. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, But definitely having that bit of familiarity, it helps with, you know, setting in and feeling a bit more comfortable, especially at the beginning. So uh, it was awesome. Any funny billet stories from the first time meeting them? Uh, not really. No, I, uh, one, I mean, just like personally, I, I drove the car through the garage one time, so that was <laughs> just well, casually you- says, yeah, I drove the car through the garage there. How <laughs> no, does that like, happen? Also, how does that happen? Was it a standard? You just didn't know? Yeah. No, it was, it was not a standard. Unfortunately, I wish it was, uh, just, I don't know, out to lunch, putting my foot on the gas when it should been on the brake. i know that wasn't easy for you to to admit but i appreciate you telling us
0: yeah it happens what happens what's the uh living situation in boston uh we live in we live in residence on campus
1: and uh yeah i live with um with matt bowley good dude we play together too on the same line so um it's great it's fresh what'd
2: you say the big dogs don't get a house
1: (laughs) (laughs) no not not first year all the freshmen are on like one campus together um so it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. <laughs> Is it I'd like
2: stay over here, rookie? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like
1: all, all freshmen, no matter what, if you're playing a sport or not, um, you're all in like the same area of it's called upper campus. And that's just like where we are. Most of the classes are like middle campus and then are the ranks lower. So what's the food situation? Like, are you getting the freshman 15 or what's going on there? <laughs> no, not the freshman 15. Um, but we, we definitely have a good setup like food wise. We, uh, I mean, breakfast is hard to mess up. We just like eat at the cafeteria or whatever for breakfast. And, uh, for lunch is a few good spots on campus. You can go and we get taken care of there. And then for dinner, we have like our own separate like dining hall kind of thing, which is, which is good. And food's great. So, yeah. It's pretty cool. You guys or, do you like the a pregame ho- dudes we Oh, dudes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. No, you ask. I was just going to say the hockey the hockey team doesn't, uh, doesn't sit with regular population they get
1: their own room <laughs> <laughs> no we we do for
2: like for most meals just just dinner we get we get some uh, we get good treatment there
0: does the hockey team have any beef with anyone any other like any other sports teams like do you guys hate the lacrosse team or anything like that <laughs> the
1: There is a lacrosse team. team i know like the lacrosse team It's usually like the hockey lacrosse like whole thing but we don't have a men's lax team that's d1 so uh, no we're we're pretty friendly with with most of the teams i think like we all kind of work out of the rink uh yeah. um, so like they're always around and um you know you, you get to know a lot of the other athletes and stuff so it's it's uh it's pretty cool that way
0: um outside of hockey in boston what's like your favorite thing to do is there, like a sushi bar around there you like to go to like there's tons of things to do in boston it's a sick city yeah, what do you, what do you awesome. like
1: to do awesome city um so we're we're in like Chestnut hill so it's like 15 minutes outside the city like 10 minutes or whatever and um but going into the city and just like walking around there's so many different things i feel like every time you go in you like see something new or you know there's there's a new like coffee shop or restaurant or whatever that you can you can go to whenever so um just like walking around seeing the city it's there's always people around and um the culture is pretty cool there so just checking out new things is probably the thing i'd say how do you take your coffee just milk just milk yeah i'm trying to get to black but i think uh take another year probably
2: why is that always the goal for people to get to the black coffee? Like, <laughs> it like <laughs> does the bad.
1: They're like, no. It's kind of a statement, I think. Is it? Yeah, I mean, that's if what the wa- guys in the show drink eh, they're just walking. Through <laughs> <with their> clothes, <laughs> black coffee. You walking know? with a black coffee, like people know you're in business.
2: Yeah, <laughs> in your chest? Is your uncle yeah, exactly? Something.
1: Exactly. Um, yeah.
2: I want to ask a quick question about the Boston College life. Like, what's the boys' go-to sport? Like, is it women's volleyball? Is it the guys' golf team? Is it? What do the boys rally around behind uh, the most, do you find? Um,
1: I mean, the football team, is, it's pretty cool to have that on campus, like the tailgates and everything at the beginning of the year. And, and you know, having a team that's actually competitive in D1 is pretty cool. Um, we get to see, like, usually the first five or six games, I think, before our season gets going. So that, that's cool to be a part of and um, to have them even, like, close by us is, is pretty cool. Uh, other than that, I mean, you know, support for our team is is crazy once we get going. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this year we had like incredible support from our student student body and like everyone in general. So that was great. Um, but yeah, definitely those are the top two for sure. Are you a two sport athlete? Uh, I pl- I played I I played soccer like growing up like forever, and I had to stop playing in grade ten when I started playing junior. But I played at school and everything, and I had to give it up. Who's your favorite soccer player? I only know I'm, two, so hopefully it's one of the two. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Ronaldo fan. Okay. It's, it's a Ronaldo or Messi. It's one or the other. Yeah, it's hard not to pick one of them.
2: Right on. That shit's crazy. I would have had to give up soccer, too. It's too much running.
1: <laughs> it but
2: at, at some point, though, you, you have to choose one, right? Like, is soccer yeah. going to pay the bills or is hockey going to pay the bills, you know? So, yeah, Dude, you can glide in hockey. Dudes, do you want to ask the taco question? Yeah, I want to know if you know what the Newfie taco is. <laughs> uh, the Newfie taco
1: no i'm gonna guess like it's some kind of fish probably or
2: <laughs> see i I'm, i don't even know if i'm right i just had a couple guys back when we played junior that came from st john's and they yeah. were raving about this new taco and what they told me was it's a piece of b- a blogna rolled yeah, off like a, like like a like a wrap i guess or like yeah, a taco yeah. with uh salt and vinegar chips and mustard in it so that's what they <laughs> said so they, they've they had me hooked on new tacos ever since i could be wrong but that's my yeah, go-to that, that question. Definitely,
1: that definitely could be a thing. I I, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't personally tried the new Taco. You're going to go do it oh, now, though. But I might have <laughs> Yeah, now you bring it up. Mom! Yeah, exactly. taco. yeah it's
0: easter it's easter dinner tonight alex goes to the dinner table no <laughs> no we
1: got blown no baloney no turkey for me tonight
2: i want another quick question for you newfoundland related uh how old were you when you got screeched in do they do it when you're like gator
1: there? <laughs> no, we're not supposed to talk about that that's right
2: that's right okay i feel you i'm i'm, I'm okay with that i
1: don't remember when <laughs> no, i know so. it's uh it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, people come here and that's like everyone even like asking me about it like when I'm away and stuff. Everyone wants to come just to get screeched in. So hopefully yeah. I have like a big crew coming down next year or something. The Leafs did it when they had training camp. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah.
2: What about all your boys from the draft? Have they done it yet or are you going to get them down to do it? Because they, they deserve it, man. Been.
1: I know. They'll be here
2: for sure. Oh, I can only imagine them boys from <laughs> George Street. We won't <laughs> even go there.
0: <laughs> man, we got to right. get there, dudes, eh? Like we got to.
2: Where? Newfoundland? Newfoundland. We have to. Oh, it's the best.
0: Yeah, it really know, is. The people it. are
2: unreal, man. Who, yeah. who has,
0: someone has like a hockey camp there. Uh, Cleary. Cleary. That's They're the right, thing yeah. we got to do. We got to go to that hockey camp. Like, Cleary's you mean like enter hard. in it or like I'm instruct e- at it? Either one. Just like
2: mic <laughs> them up, like
0: shoot content. Any, like all, any excuse just to get there.
2: Yeah. yeah. As well, Dan, we got our new buddy. So we'll just go up. Yeah, we're just going up to see New Hook there. Don't even tell him. Just go. Perfect. <laughs> <Here> you go. <laughs> have you yeah. been, have you, have you taught in that camp at all?
1: No, I haven't. No, I've, uh. I think for the most time, like when he has it, I, I like haven't been here for some reason. But um, there's a few other camps and stuff. I've, I've been with one of the um, private hockey associations here for a while, so I've been teaching at their camps for a few summers. So, so your parents still live in Newfoundland and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Always a good place to go back home to on the east coast. Yeah, it's awesome. That's a good did choice. they
2: uh, did they move? Did they always live in Newfoundland when you went to Ontario? Or
1: yeah, they've always been here. Yeah, I just I just went by myself and legend yeah said fuck it i'm out (laughs) (laughs) yeah it had to be done absolutely i I mean
2: obviously it's working out for you right now so the first
0: the first time leaving like was it tough like if you cried just tell us like the first (laughs) time i i'm like i got buddies that left the house at like 14 and like they you know it was tough
1: yeah i know it is tough for sure being that young and like you know being on your own it's definitely not easy it's not easy for anyone like leaving home for the first time but um, being that young and having all that, you know, responsibility and um, and pressure and that kind of thing was was tough. But I think you know, once you once you get past that point, I think like the first probably three months, like or you know, the first couple months is fine because you're on the adrenaline, you're excited about it, whatever. And then once you like get settled in, that was like when I think it hit me yeah. a little bit. Um, but then you know, getting past that, getting home for Christmas and then going back, it was fine. You know, it's been fine ever since. Christmas is the best time to come back through hockey. It's unreal. Yeah. yeah. And it's the great. parents it's just great. love you.
0: They're like, your mom's like, can I get you anything? Like, yeah, oh, there's yeah. food. It's just Don't have unreal. To do no laundry, no kind no of laundry.
4: Dude's
0: <laughs> has been doing his own laundry since I get kicked out at 14. No, man, that's good stuff. So, what's the plan now?
1: Like, if the season doesn't come back, you're just staying on the island or not the island? Yeah, yeah so, yeah, so yeah, the wrap. season's done for us. So, we're, uh, I was actually planning on like spending most of summer in Boston um and like living with my buddy and then like training and stuff there and they got a they got a good pro group that i could have like skated with which would have been great um but now uh, i think like for the most part i'm just going to spend it at home i mean see what happens here but um you know with the virus and, and everything that's going around it's kind of just you know play it by air see what happens but um just get back on my training schedule here with uh, with ryan and um hopefully the rinks will open up soon enough that we can get going with that again but um yeah being home and you know make the most of it while i can spend some time with the family and see how it goes good stuff man dudes you got any wrapping up questions or you're good no you know me buddy just
2: along for the ride (laughs) Along for the ride by (laughs) what i gotta go out and build my stall
0: dudes dudes just moved to a new house and he has like a a big shed and he's trying to put a hockey stall in to like hang his gear up so that's what he's doing
2: yeah for my gear i don't use What? It's for my it's for my refing gear, man. I don't use my hockey gear anymore.
1: Oh yeah, dudes is a ref too. Yeah. You need like less less hooks in the ref stall or same amount. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, if you go by comparing what gear I have, it's the same amount. Oh yeah. So I only wear lower gear when I play hockey now, right? Lost yeah. me shoulder pads and wore a couple of years. ago. So. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, that's a classic classic vet play. Dudes is yeah, scared, exactly. scared to
0: block. Dudes is scared to block pucks, so he needs to wear a lot of gear.
1: Roughing gear, he gets hit a lot. <laughs> you go no shoulders but elbow pads.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, now that you say it out loud, it does seem kind of ridiculous. <laughs> makes my arms yeah. look
0: bigger, man, that's all. Yeah, that's, that's what it's for. All right, man. All right, Alex, thanks, man. I appreciate you coming on. Enjoy Easter dinner with the family. Tell the folks we said sorry that we did it this time. <laughs> sorry that's for right, interrupting. Man. I appreciate you guys having me on
4: no no worries, worries good
0: luck the rest of the year we'll we'll shoot you a message when we're in Boston next. We're Colorado you one alright yeah appreciate it let me know alright see you the world is yours the world is yours world
4: world is
3: this
4: Sway Tim's on my beats, makes my cipher complete weather cruising in a six cab. I'm on tarot deep, I can't call it. The beats make me falling asleep. I keep falling. We're never falling six feet deep. I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say why? I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say why? I'm out for dead presidents to represent me. me? World is
3: this? The world is yours. The world is yours. Whose world is this? Is yours. The world is yours. Minus, minus world is this? It's, it's minus, minus world is this?
4: The world is yours. The world is yours
3: it's
4: my, it's my, it's my to my world man ill will god bless your life to my peoples throughout queens god bless your, your life. life i trip we box crazy bitches aiming guns and all my baby pictures People housing police release scriptures that's maybe hitler's yet i'm the male money getting stabbed rolling foul the versatile honey sticking wild golden child dwelling in the rotten apple you get tackled a corp by the devil's lasso shit is a hassle there's no days for both days we sellin' selling smoke pays while all the old folks pray to jesus soaking they sins and Trays, a holy water odds against nods and slaughter finger the word best is describing my life to name my daughter my strength my son and star will be my resurrection born ain't correction all the wrong shit i did he'll lead in right direction how you live in larger broker charge cards are mediocre you're flipping coca playing spit, phase and strip
3: poker it's yours mine, it's mine it's mine whose world is this the world is yours the world is yours it's mine it's mine, it's mine. Whose world is My, 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 my world is this. Yo, the world is yours The world is yours my, 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 my world is
4: mode murder- to kick my thoughts alone Get remanded Born alone Die alone No clue to keep my crown a throne. I'm beat I sound alone Cave inside a thousand miles from home I need a new nigga For this black cloud to follow Cause while it's over me It's too dark to see tomorrow Trying to maintain I flip fill the clip to the tip Picture in my peeps 90 and can make my heartbeat skip And I'm amped up They like to the champ up Even my brains in handcuffs Headed for Indiana Stabbing women like the Phantom The crew is laughing, Big Willie style Check the chip to smile. Plus smell. I profile wow well. Stash through the flock burning dollars to light my store walk the blocks with a bop check the danes plus the games people play bust the problems of the world today it's joy it's, it's mine, it's my,
3: it's my news world is this the world is yours, the world is yours it's my, it's my, it's my world is this it's joy your, it's, it's mine, it's my, it's my news world is this, it's mine, it's mine. this, world is this. Yours. The world is yours it's The, spot, the spot this world is mine is It's yours Yeah, aight To
4: everybody in Queens The foundation The world is yours To everybody uptown Yo, the world is yours The world is yours To everybody in Brooklyn Y'all know the world is yours The world is yours Everybody in Mount Vernon The world is yours Long Island Yo, the world is yours. Staten Island, Island. here yeah, the world is yours. South Bronx, the world is yours.